I'm Jessica Hughes and I'm a lecturer in the Department of Classical Studies at the Open University. There are lots of Romano-British villas with great selections of mosaics in them, but we really wanted just one example that the students could get to terms with and get very familiar with how the, the layout was and where the, where the mosaics were. And Braden's a very good example because it's got lots of different kinds of mosaics. Um, and by that I mean it's got scenes that are very familiar, um, scenes that were represented all over the empire, like Orpheus and the Four Seasons. But it's also got images that are unique, in fact. So there's one with a man with a cock's head that only appears at Braden. And it's got very fragmentary mosaics, and it also has very well-preserved mosaics. So there's a really nice range there. And that meant that we could explore a whole different range of skills that the students might need in approaching mosaics. Um, but we do hope that the skills they learn from this course will be transferable, so they'll be able to go to other Romano-British villas and they'll be able to use some of the same approaches as they've learnt during this course when they make their visit or when they look on the websites. I mean I think one of the really important things that we, we wanted to get across in the course was that it's fine for students to have their own opinions about mosaics as long as they can back them up and so part of what we were doing was giving them directions as to how they might be able to do that so for instance, by looking in, um, in Roman Latin literature for um, accounts of mythological scenes that might give some clue as to how to interpret mosaics, or actually for looking at um, visual comparanda, so other mosaics from other parts of the empire. So we weren't necessarily giving them the answers to every single mosaic they found, but just um, giving them clues as to where they might look for those answers themselves. Um, it was very important to stress that identifications of scenes are sometimes contested. A lot of people, their contact with the classical world will have been in museums or maybe looking at general textbooks. And in those contexts, you often get um, written labels that explain an image and there's a full stop at the end and there isn't really much opportunity for people to realise that this is often a contested identification with a whole history of debate. So I think that when students who've taken this course next go to a museum or read something on the internet and they see a very matter-of-fact identification, they're actually going to take that with a pinch of salt and realise that behind that there is a history of scholars or um, archaeologists debating what that figure might actually be or what the scene might actually mean. So it's such an important part of doing archaeology um, that it, it really had to be emphasised in almost every single scene that we filmed. I think that one of the reasons that mosaics were so important and popular in the Roman Empire must be to do with their durability. So they were made out of stone. Stone itself was a widely available material in all different parts of the empire. And this durability meant that, well, they could last a long time, you could spill things on them and wipe them off, and that wouldn't affect the quality of the picture. There's another issue here, because when we say that mosaics were important, um, we really have to bear in mind that the fact they were so durable has meant that they've survived where other kinds of material hasn't survived. So um, wall paintings that might have disintegrated, furniture in woods or other perishable materials. So what we have is actually not a very representative picture of what the ancient Romans would have had in their houses. 
And this is something to bear in mind when we go to a, a villa like Braden, that even though the mosaics might really jump out at us as being very central and important in the villa, when you actually went back to Roman times, they were, they were surrounded by all other kinds of material as well, so they might not have appeared quite so central. Um, another issue is that because they were probably quite expensive, only the relatively well-to-do could have afforded these mosaics in the first place. So the question is, does that enhance their importance? People in the ancient world might have aspired to having a mosaic in their house, so that might make us think they were very important. But as archaeologists looking back at the past, this in a certain way limits their importance for us because it only, the mosaics only reflect the aspirations and values of a certain sector of society. One thing that we're very keen to express in the course is that mosaics reflect the ideals and values of, of the people who chose them and who chose to have them in their houses. Now, in the modern world as well, when we pick a, an image, a photo, a poster to have in our houses, whether or not we're conscious of this at the time we choose it, this is very much reflecting who we, who we consider ourselves to be and how we want to project an image of ourselves to others. One important difference between ancient mosaics and modern paintings is the fact that once a, a mosaic's in its place, you can't actually move it. So we can move posters around our, the walls of our house or take them down if we get fed up of them. But, but the Romans, once the mosaic was in place, they, they couldn't really do anything about that. So this might be one argument for seeing, um, seeing the Romans as thinking very long and hard about um, what images they chose to decorate their houses because once they were there, they'd have to live with them for a very long time. Um, at Braden, there's an image of a Greek philosopher, and we can tell he's a Greek because of the clothes he's wearing, and he's got a beard, which in Greek times was often worn by philosophers and other learned men. Uh, in the course DVD, David Tomlin spoke about this at great length, and he, he showed very clearly how this might have been an image that the villa owners would have chosen to show their own learning and their intellect. Now, the course itself is about leisure and displaying your learning was an important part of leisure for the Romans. So there's this image of learned men gathering together around the dinner table or walking around the garden and, and showing off how much they knew about Greek philosophy. So that's an image that does encapsulate the value of learning, the value that that might have had for the villa owners at Braden. And one image that really stood out for me was in room 12. That's the room whose floor is covered entirely with mosaics, so there's lots of different scenes. But the images that really grabbed me were the images of couples, male and female couples, that revolved around the central head of the Medusa. These show different mythological narratives. It's not exactly... Um, decided which ones these are, which figures these represent. But we have King Lycurgus killing the nymph Ambrosia, for instance, and maybe Apollo and Daphne. And what was really interesting for me is thinking about how that artist had managed to condense very different and very detailed mythical narratives into such economical images. So each of them is represented just by a man and a woman. Um, and from the symbols that they're accompanied by, things they're carrying and wearing, the viewer can then extrapolate what these scenes might represent. But the fact that they're so economically represented, it also introduces this sense of equalness between them. So you look at them, there's four couples, you think, how might those be related, those stories? So I really enjoyed um, thinking about how they might be related. And I think that maybe ancient viewers would have had the same kind of games. 
Um, something else that comes out very strongly is the uh, sense of ancient gender relations. So um, earlier I mentioned the mosaic in room 12, which has the different couples. Now, in that mosaic and in other mosaics around Braden, you do see stereotypes about male-female relations reproduced and, and played out in the mosaic pavement. So in that one mosaic alone, we've got images of violence against women. We've got women as erotic objects. Um, we've also, there's, there's one lovely scene which has been thought to show um, an episode in the, the history of the Trojan War where Achilles has to, um, he's dressed up as a woman and he's trying to get out of fighting, but they play a trick on him and they sound the, the uh, alarm for war, the, the war trumpet sounds, and he blows his cover by immediately rushing and getting weapons. And that's a really nice story, but it also sh shows this idea that men and women had very instinctive um, proclivities towards either war or fashion, depending on whether they were men or women. I think the main point that students are supposed to take away from this course is probably that it's fine for them, in fact it's desirable for them to have their own new ideas. They don't necessarily have to agree with what they see written on museum labels or in textbooks, as long as they can find evidence to back this up from texts or from images or however they find that evidence. It's, it's really great to have their own opinions and they should feel free and confident to be able to put those forwards. I learnt a lot from filming this episode because we were accompanied by Catherine Parkinson who's a mosaic artist and she's got a studio in London and she's taught us a lot about the practical side of mosaic making and things that I'd really never thought about before. So I'd look at a mosaic and I'd immediately think about the iconography, what it represented. But Catherine taught me to see things from a completely different perspective. And by putting our um, ideas together, we managed to come up with what's hopefully a, a fairly rounded um, idea of what mosaics meant to the Romans and how, they, how craftsmen went about making them. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.